Welcome to the Life's a Pitch podcast, the show where we pitch the best movies that will never get made. I'm Tom McGrath. And I'm Matt Turner. This is the podcast where we ask you, the listener, to give us a title of a movie that doesn't exist. Yet. We then collaborate to create a pitch for that movie, complete with casting, story beats, and sometimes even marketing. Without further ado, this week's main feature is... Fall of the League of the Dragon. Fall of the League of the Dragon. Yep. Of the Time of Mystery. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that's that's the fantasy <laughs> film we're meant to be pitching there's, later on in the episode. There's a lot there. There is there's a lot, lot to unpack. There. Layers. Like ogres and onions. Layers. <laughs> or layers. Layers. We're pitching fantasy movies fantasy this week. Fantasy movies, fantastical, fantastic movies. Yeah, that uh, title there given to us from Con Lavelle on Facebook. They got in touch with us on facebook.com forward slash Life's a Pitch podcast. You can find us on Twitter at Life's a Pitch show as well. Give us a like, give us a follow, give us your titles. So, as I said before, we're pitching fantasy films, Matt. Fancy fantasy. Fancy fantasy food. Tom was like, it's a fancy fantasy. And I was like, yeah. It's like ordering food for us. Um, (laughs) Switching genre. Right, so thank you for everyone who's given us titles this week. We've we've had so many fantasy titles. So, shall we get on with some honourable mentions? Let's do some honourable fantasy mentions. (laughs) I I just say... Honorable mentions now, <laughs> and you do the bit. It's yeah. great. I've played the long game. Now. <laughs> you tricked me. Yeah. Ah, foiled. <laughs> I can't say you did it badly and then do a better version now. <laughs> now I am the badly. <laughs> oh, God. Eventually, I'll be coming up with the best ones. Yeah, yeah, you'll be replacing my ones. You'll be workshopping yeah. my shit. Yeah, <laughs> great. Okay, so from Ross and his originals, we've got The Sorcerer's Secret Source. The Sorcerer's Secret Source. Yeah, it's really oh hard boy. to say. That is. That. The Sorcerer's Secret Source. Mm-hmm. Okay. Could be a good vocal warm-up, that. Could be. Sorcerer's Secret Source. I... <laughs> Wheat first... Biscuit. The Secret Source thing, the first thing I thought of was Fireman Sam. Like, <laughs> like El- El- Elvis trying to cook a secret sauce because Elvis was always terrible at, uh, at cooking. There was a character in Fireman Sam called Elvis. Yes, yeah, Fireman Sam's friend uh, and colleague, Elvis. <laughs> <laughs> you say it like that. Yeah. As though Fireman Sam has... Someone in the kitchen at the fire department dressed as Elvis. He had the hair of Elvis. What? Yeah. I swear they all did in Fireman and Sam, I'm sure. <laughs> yes, they did, yeah. it? But no, Elvis in particular had... Elvis? Yeah. I guess it is kind of a Welsh name. Yeah, a little Elvis. bit. Anyway, um, <laughs> that, it, it, it led me straight to that. Where um, And then I was like thinking, kind of, cousin Fireman Sam... Elvis would be cooking and then he'd burn it or whatever because he was bad at it yeah. and then they would be like oh no that's putting the fire in danger because you've been cooking or whatever yeah. right well what if like a sorcerer was like a fireman in that like they hung around doing nothing until something happened okay right yeah no that's that's a pretty cool way of looking at it 
Like, in a weird kind of modern fantasy or urban fantasy, it's like it's sorcerers like would be... The Sorcerer Supreme, right? Doctor Strange. Yeah, yeah. He literally spends all his time doing nothing until something comes he, up. He's reading a book, isn't he? Yeah, until, yeah. Until <laughs> Hulk smash... They're going for... <laughs> Chipotle or whatever. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and and chalupas or something yeah, like that, and yeah. then Hulk comes flying through the window. Yeah, yeah. It's a it's a tuna melt. Tuna. Oh, that's the one. I was like, <laughs> just fast food. Yeah, just fast food. They're going for fast food, and then Hulk comes through the door. He's like, all right, well, I've got something to do now. Thank God. They spent all they spend all their time doing nothing. Yeah, and then until like a fireman, it's time go and put down that that the evil demon uprising. Yeah, and then and then home for tea. Oh. Spoilers for Infinity War. <laughs> he does not. <laughs> what the evil demon uprising? Yeah, yeah. No, yeah. he does that, but then he comes back to fight the Thanos stuff. Oh, right. He doesn't. <laughs> what? Doctor Strange is get. He's got a lot of fingers in a lot of pies. I mean, he's got a time thing. Of course, he can fight two dangerous <laughs> threats at once. Grangering his way through life. Yeah, yeah. yeah why not? Um, so anyway, like uh, this this sorcerer. Mm. I, I think we have it sort of like we set this opening to like a pop song, you know, like, you know, like a, a Sean at the start of Sean of the Dead, you know, yeah. just opening this, on this really mundane start to a day, mm. except that it's like, you know, in a sorcerer's tower mm. and he's uh, in, in he's sort of like playing a record. Uh, Electric Avenue. Yeah. By. Uh... I'm gonna rock down to. But it's like, because that's quite an upbeat song, yeah. it just clashes completely with uh, with uh, Eric Banner, who's got his headphones on. <laughs> yeah. Waking up. But he's waking up in this sorcerer's tower, this medieval style sorcerer's tower. <laughs> with headphones in. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's what's. That's, I, I think I like that, this aesthetic for yeah, this yeah. film, which is essentially nothing's changed about his living quarters apart from some of the things in it. He goes to different universes to pick up items. I, no, I think this is like, it's been that long, like since uh, since a fire's broken out. Okay. It, it, a sorcerer fire, you know, yeah, like yeah. since he's been needed, yeah. it's been that long, and so he's been sort of like he's living in in the now. Yeah. Or at least sometime in you know oh, right. modern yeah, day. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so but he's, he's been bored for so long. He he's taken up cooking, like yeah, he's, yeah, yeah. you know, like in in um, the forty year old virgin. There's a whole sequence where um, like he's um, painting models, yeah. learning tuba or, or trombone or whatever. There's it an is. entire room in his tower devoted to million piece jigsaws yeah exactly yeah. he's just super 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 bored yeah um like he's listening to spotify but he's listening to every song <laughs> like <laughs> he's watched every he's the only person to watch every video on youtube <laughs> and netflix and netflix um but so he's taking up cooking that was the last one of the last <laughs> things <laughs> after watching everything on youtube and yeah. netflix he then goes i might quit the takeaways. Well, actually, like he, he's read all the books, right? Yeah. Because he's had ages to do that. But YouTube is new, okay? Yeah. So he can't keep up with that. Hmm. So he start, He gets super into a cooking tutorial series on YouTube. Okay. Um, and then he, uh, in doing so, takes up cooking. And I think like it'll be that that is the sort of like center of this movie. I forgot what the film was it's called. It's called The Sorcerer's Secret Sauce. Yeah. So he's... He's a sorcerer that makes... That's... Right. 
starts a fast food restaurant. I think I think he he or what, just or just a restaurant. What if he's yeah okay in the in the bottom layer in the bottom sort of layer of his tower. Yeah, he starts yeah. <laughs> starts a fast food restaurant. Yeah, um, and he's like, I can do this better. I'll just add a little bit of like uh, sprig and sw- sprig and sweat yeah, and yeah. like uh, puts it in. Poof, like huge yeah. uh, thing of smoke, and he's like. Uh, someone someone tastes the burger. He's like, that's the best burger I've ever tasted in my entire life. Mm. Uh, but what he doesn't realize is that like, um, there's an evil sorcerer. I guess he takes on coming to open a rival food <laughs> chain. <laughs> he takes on an apprentice. I think we need someone. Uh, oh yeah, he takes on an apprentice and a uh, and a rival sorcerer. Both. Yeah, and and uh, and the apprentice accidentally puts the wrong ingredient in. Um, oh no! Uh, he puts like the essence of the Dark Lord, the the, the, the evil sorcerer, yeah, is, yeah. Is get, sort of put into his satchel, yeah, like without him realizing. Young man played by Tom Holland. Oh no, no! The sorcerer yeah. comes from the essence of the Dark Lord being put into this source, right? From the saucepan rises the form of who did you say? I didn't say oh, anyone for the dark. David Tennant. D- David, David Tennant. Tennant. Okay. Rise of the fall of David Tennant, but made, enti- made entirely out of sauce. Okay, right. So he, <laughs> he opens up another yeah, uh, another food chain up on the road oh, on the other side of the dual carriage. <laughs> Hello there. <laughs> Hello there, uh, little, little man. <laughs> it looks like you just cooked up the Dark Lord. <laughs> Oh no 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 no! I, I didn't I didn't mean to I didn't mean to no. Oh, don't worry there. You'll you'll be just fine. And so I think uh, David Tennant sort of pushes Tom Holland to get more and more uh, experiment experimental <laughs> inverted commas. Uh, he pushes him to drug dealing. Well, he I think he's because... like he's like. Is this strange that your uh, your sorcerer teacher doesn't tell you all about the. Uh, the secrets that he really does put in the in the food. Yeah. Um, and, oh and, no. And Tom Holland's like, "What do you What do you mean? He teaches me all sorts of recipes. He's the this is the best best uh, restaurant in the in the district." Yeah. And he's like, "Eh." You'll notice that uh, your food isn't getting all the attention that his is. Mm. Do you know why that is? His secret sauce. Why don't you open the uh, the cabinet? You know the one, you know the one in that in that dark pantry. He's... The darkest pantry where he's got three guard dogs and a, a an array of magical artifacts. Yeah, specifically designed to keep me out. You know, you know the one that he said you should never open. That one at the beginning of the film. He said, <laughs> yeah, when he was saying, "Don't open that door." Don't open that door. No, like because uh, otherwise there. the house with the clock. I mean, the the wizard's tower will will uh, burn need, down. You need to go in there to get the secret sauce. And he's like, "No, no, 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 no." He's like, "If you ever want to be respected as a chef, <laughs> you're gonna need that secret sauce need recipe." That secret sauce. That, and I've heard that the sorcerer is getting on a bit. He's going to die soon. And the first thing that he'd want is for you to carry on his legacy. And also, I heard that this girl that you like will <laughs> really like you if you you know how to make sauce. 
there's a lot of reasons <laughs> for him wanting to get this sauce recipe. All right. And also, I'm the CEO of a major corporation, <laughs> and I can give you a job. <laughs> And also, I know where your parents are. <laughs> there's, there's a map to your parents in that cookery book. <laughs> Little orphan boy. They're alive. And the, the location is hidden in that cookery book. <laughs> so is that enough? <laughs> Tom Holland's still like... Mm. <laughs> Yeah, there's a lot of locks. <laughs> there's some chocolate in it for you. <laughs> All right, I'll do it. <laughs> Dangles this box of milk tray. I got some Turkish delight. <laughs> Turkish delight. You like Turkish delight? Yeah. No, Turkish delight is the devil. It's it's horrible. It's horrible stuff. And that's why it's the only confectionery I can conjure is the dark lord. <laughs> Fine, I'll buy you some milk tray from the shop. <laughs> milk tray. <laughs> yeah, okay. So, so Tom Holland opens his cupboard, his yeah. pantry, um, and uh, the just it's a portal to another dimension. <laughs> just gallons of sauce pour out. Yeah. Just like it wasn't. It wasn't the secret. The secret sauce wasn't the um, wasn't the book that's in yeah. there. There is no book in there. No, it's just it's the sauce. It's the dimension. sauce dimension, <laughs> which is where the evil sorcerer came from. And and the and the Eric Banner's just like, what have you done, mate? <laughs> you've let the bloody you've let him out. You've let, let the, the dance, sauce out. You let the evil sauce armies out of the bloody pantry. Well, he's he's saying this while drowning in sauce. <laughs> And Tom Holland is like on top of a raft that he's built out of <laughs> chips and he's Doritos. Doritos. Yeah, and uh, and he, he, he uses all the powers that he's been taught by the yeah. Lord to uh, to kill the Dark Lord. Yeah. Runs, runs him through with a nacho. Nacho covered in milk. <laughs> okay. Yeah. yeah. It neutralizes the thickening sauce. agent. Yeah. Yeah. It's, um, yeah. Yeah, that's, that was that, mm. I think. Yeah. yeah, he gets the girl in the end. He does. Yeah, Probably. who was the girl? Don't know. Don't know. She doesn't talk His to His parents anyone. are still missing, though. Yeah, so that's a sequel for you. Yeah, let's set it up. <laughs> Sorcerer's Secret Source 2. Yeah. The quest for the parents. <laughs> <laughs> the quest for closure. Sorcerer's Secret Source 2. The stuff we missed. <laughs> The bits we missed. <laughs> wow. That was a fun one. I like mm. that one. Um, okay, so from Jeff Beard, we've got Finger Cloak. Finger Cloak. Yes. <laughs> okay. Okay, F- Finger Cloak. <laughs> Just a cloak for your fingers. <laughs> like a cloak that goes around your finger and turns your finger into a wizard. <laughs> it can transport your finger anywhere on the planet. Oh no, no, it just wraps around your finger. Yeah, and then that finger starts talking. Okay, like hello, <laughs> it's me, your index finger. Oh, I'm a wizard now. <laughs> yeah. I can perform spells, <laughs> and he quickly takes it off. Yeah, or, <laughs> it's like, like whoa. It's, it's, I don't know. It's it's a kid at school. Yeah, okay. That is on a school trip to yep. the national 
history museum. Yeah. And uh, and there's there's one like ancient Egyptian thing. Yeah. And on one of the hieroglyphs, there's like a picture a, of, a, of a of a pharaoh pointing with one of his fingers. Yeah, and it's got, and a, it's got a little zappy line. Yeah, uh, the finger has a little cloak it, yeah, on it. Yeah, that, that when the kids when the kids move on, the cloak starts moving. Yeah, and just follows this kid and like runs up its runs up his legs. Oh, it's, it's just, it just like floats like a leaf almost. Yes, you know, sort of like, like zoo, zoo. at the opening of Forrest Gump. Yeah, 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 and, yeah. and and but and the kids like what. Picks, pulls it out of the, yeah, yeah. Out of the air, um, and 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 f- like, because sort of like it's it's got like a little ring on the top. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> I've put it on. Like, <laughs> Hello, whoa, <laughs> whoa! He's doing it in the toilet because yeah. no one else can see him. Yeah. Like he's he's sort of hidden in the cubicle. Like what the? I'm fuck a bloody I'm... wizard now. <laughs> I'm gonna cast blooming spells. <laughs> I'm going to blow up this whole building. And then and he's like, no, 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 take, take it off, right? And then he's like, hang on, another, another finger. <laughs> he's like, hello. I'm a no, wizard now. No, I've got it. I've got okay. it. I've right. got it. He's in the toilet. That, that finger gets the cloak on it. Goes, I'm going to blow up this bloody building. He takes it off. <laughs> and then puts it back on again. The building explodes. <laughs> The building just collapses, <laughs> the whole explodes. Music plays as we see a title card 20 years later. <laughs> okay. On that uh, on that land, yeah. it's like a new... There's a house being built, yeah. and these kids are moving in. It's a big... It's an orphanage. Or a group home, or whatever it's called, you know. Sort of, yeah, sort of yeah. Like, like that kind a big, of... A big home with, with lo- where lots of lots and lots of people, um, uh, like, children in care can, can, can sort of live. Yeah. And one night, little... Little Barry Scott... <laughs> <laughs> little Barry Scott. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Barry Scott. Not the Sillibang bloke. Completely different. Little Barry Scott hears this sort of like underneath the floorboards yeah like underneath his bed yeah he he pulls one up and this cloak pops out it's got got a ring on it puts it on his middle finger not his index finger right middle finger this is a different kid now yeah different kid it's 20 years later yeah yeah of course I was just I was was worried that this kid was like 20 years older but still in an orphanage (laughs) No, 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 no. No, that kid was going to school. That kid was a rich bastard. Okay, that's uh, Mike whose Malloy. Whose parents have way too much money. My name's Mike Malloy, yeah. and I found this this wizard cloak for my finger. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he doesn't even hide it. He yeah. goes straight out. And he's, not even, he's not in the bathroom in that scene, mm. in that earlier flashback scene. Yeah. He's like... Just like, hey everyone, my finger's a wizard. And he's like, I'm gonna bloody blow up this building! <laughs> and then he's like, mm-hmm, he is! I'm so powerful! Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then boom! Yeah. Like, that's what, yeah. So, we'll cut to him 20 years on. Yeah. In a bit. A little later, yeah. Yeah. Um, so, this kid has got, put this finger cloak on. He's like, hello, I'm a wizard. And it's it's voiced by uh, who's Anthony Daniels like, but not Anthony Daniels, uh, Alan Tudyk. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Hello. I'm a wizard. I'm a wizard. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a wizard. And 
he's like, oh, I can, I can help you with your homework and stuff <laughs> like that. Like some really kooky stuff. And then at the end, Barrett, like, I'm just your little, uh, I'm just your little friend. Yeah. After that, Barry Scott sort of starts using it for for just fun times. Cool. Like, yeah. uh, sort of make like he's like, I bet I can go around that swing all the way around. Yeah. And he does. Yeah. Like, people are like, what? Yes, he starts getting some attention. He gets his own back on some bullies. Yeah, yeah. And then from... Uh, we go to the top of a really tall yeah. glass building... Um, bastard cop. <laughs> run, run, it was run by the bastard family. Oh, was it? I, I called him Mark Malloy or whatever. Oh, name Mark was. Malloy. Yeah. Well, yeah, Malloy Corp. Then. Mal- Malloyd's TSB. Malloyd's TSB. Yeah. And he, uh, he's like, he's he's really struggling to keep the board in line. Malloyd's TSP. They make teaspoons. <laughs> Silver spoons. Yeah, they make silver spoons for for putting in your child's mouth <laughs> when they're born. Yeah, <laughs> he's ju- he's just come from the maternity ward, <laughs> distributing <laughs> spoons. Yeah, he's distributing spoons. He's come to the board, and they're like, "I," and they're like, "We don't think you've got what it takes to run this company." I know your dad. Really liked it, but after and I know you, I know after you destroyed that museum. I don't know if they know he destroyed it. It was like after you survived that freak explosion at the museum. Yeah, (laughs) you've been very different. Yeah, (laughs) from a child. (laughs) Now you're thirty. Now you're thirty-five or whatever. And he's like, "Old am I?" Yeah, and so he gets chucked off the board. Yep. Uh, and then he's he's looking at the news. Yeah. And this kid's gone round the swing. <laughs> it's like in other That's news. That's the bit that kid got all the way round the swing. Yeah, yeah. It's it was a very slow news day. <laughs> it's um... and he looks at the photo, and he's sort of like close up on the finger. And the yeah. kid's wearing the fucking it's, cloak. It's Karen Gillan talking to this kid. Yeah. And she's like, I'm here with the kid who's just been riding the bloody swing. <laughs> I'm so excited. <laughs> I used to try and do this all the time. He's gone all the way around. He's gone all the way fucking around. <laughs> and, uh, and, like, and now we're going to go and talk to the police chief. What do you think to it, police chief? It's just like, <laughs> it's, this... This city is crimeless. It's bonkers. <laughs> this is bonkers. You wouldn't put a shoe on your head, she says. This, this city is crimeless, clearly, <laughs> because we're watching a kid go around a swing all the way around. <laughs> and that's a big deal. Yeah. So I'm but thinking... They're, they're, to, they're both really excited yeah, about this. We need to wrap this up. Sure. Um, I'm thinking... <laughs> like living in this world I, I do like this world uh, Mike Malloy either tries to steal tries to steal the, the, the cloak back yeah he? yeah either or makes one of himself makes one for himself or rips a bit off I think he's trying to steal it back so he's trying to come mm. to the orphanage and take yeah. take that stuff so he tries to buy out the orphanage yeah um, offer offer uh, Barry Scott a home yeah yeah uh, and riches beyond his wildest dreams yeah uh, which he does take 
and, that, and that, <laughs> that's the end of the film. That's the end of the film. Because the whole it, world gets exploded. He, he does. He does take. He does take it. But while he's like, can you just take that cape off your off your finger? Off your finger. And he's like, okay. Puts it in a oh glass oh no players. he so he he he's about to take it off yeah. uh, like no he's he's like no I'm not taking your deal mm. he says to Mike Malloy mm. uh, at which point like people surround him put a bag over his head like he gets kidnapped yeah, yeah. right <gasps> he gets no. taken out to Malloy Court building yeah right where this is all taking place now like he's like you're gonna take that money uh, and I'm gonna take that off and he's like yeah okay. I'll take it off my finger, and he takes it off his middle finger, puts it on his first finger, <laughs> and explodes the entirety <laughs> of Malloy. I, 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 like, I like that. However, I do like when uh, <laughs> Mick, Mick Malloy gets the uh, cape on his finger. Yeah. He puts it on his index finger. He goes, "Hello, <laughs> remember me?" <laughs> yeah, because I think I think like um, uh, Barry Scott, the little kid, yeah. has had it on his middle finger all, all the way through. Right, yeah. he's that's he's been his special little friend. It's the good finger. Yeah, the yeah. good finger. Um, <laughs> but like um, Mike Malloy always put it on his um, put it on his first finger, his index yeah. finger, and so. <laughs> like he's he's like remember me and this is how Barry Scott learns that the the index finger is a psycho <laughs> yeah 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 and will explode everything yeah that, yeah yeah and that's how he blows up the building at yeah. the end I think we end on him taking it off his middle finger and yeah. putting it on his ring finger and then the whole world changes into like mushrooms and shit. <laughs> he's like, whoa, takes it off. Don't do that. Fuck was no, that? It's like it's like they live. He yeah. sees the world through another plane of existence. There's yeah. eyes everywhere. <laughs> on giant stalks and tongues just well, licking. He's the, trying out on each windows. finger and yeah. one of them is they live. Like <laughs> yeah. obey right yeah, because I think I think Mike Malloy has spent all his money, his entire family's fortune, mm. on making trying to recreate this cl- uh, this cloak. Yeah. But all he's managed to do is get his finger stuck in a ring that makes his first <laughs> finger talk. Yeah. Right. So he's stuck with it, talking. It doesn't, it doesn't have any power. It doesn't have any powers. It's, it's just, just hello, hello, blow it up. I'm a wizard. <laughs> I can blow this whole building up. And he's like, yeah, sure you can. You've been saying that the last 20 years. I wish I could, but I can make your life hell. <laughs> Unless you get me to blow another building up, then I'll leave you alone. Sequel. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I really like that one. Yeah. That was, oh. oh I like the police chief and, and, the, and the reporter who are really, really both excited. About the fact we were talking about a kid that went all the way around the swing. Funnily enough, that might be one of the films that I've really enjoyed doing to the point of I could actually see writing that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Shazam, but on your finger. Ella. Ella. I just, I feel like we, we borrowed heavily from the tone of, of Snowpiercer. <laughs> what? Just like that, that like absolute. A character like Im- character impact first dialogue, mm. like where like you wouldn't put a shoe on your head, sort of yeah. stuff, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> sort of like Ella, <laughs> Ella, and then I am so excited that we- a kid has gone round the entire swing. 
It's, it just shows how in touch with the kids we are. <laughs> yeah. That that's the first thing we go to. <laughs> like, what do kids want? They want to go around the swing. <laughs> they want to go around the swing. And uh, 360 degrees around yeah. the swing. All right. So thank you for all your suggestions this week. If we didn't read yours out, sorry. You can keep on giving us titles every, every week. Uh, we post up four genres every week you can give us titles there or you can just get in touch with us on the social media that's facebook.com forward slash life's a pitch podcast and tweet us at life's a pitch show to say hey here's a title for you Labadubadun. Yeah, Labadubadun. If you can transcribe that one we might we might feature it on the show. We won't let's just take a little pro tip we won't. Next um, week <laughs> from Ross and Scrooginals it's Labadubadun. Labadubadun. Yep. <laughs> we used that once. Yeah. Um, so uh, anyway, yeah, you can you can do that. You can also just tell us, you know, what you liked about the show. Mm. I mean, we're we're happy to have our egos inflated by you telling us what you liked. Um, so to go over to the to social meds to tell us all about that and also give us more titles. We yeah. need those titles. Uh, Ross and Scrooge Originals uh, commented on the Star Trek episode last week, didn't they? It was, yes. Uh, so it was really good. We enjoyed it. So yeah. Yeah, it's good when, when funnier people than us are on. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, if you do want to give us any feedback at all, as long as it's good. As long as it's good, yeah. As long as it's good, give us it on social media. Go to Apple Podcasts, the rating system on there. Yeah. Five stars, give us a review. We might read it out. Spotify. Spotify. I don't use it myself, but I've heard Spotify is very popular. I don't think they do ratings on well, Spotify. Well, listen to it good. Just listen to it on Spotify. Listen to it on Spotify. It's, it's there Sorry, now. Spotify. I think it's a, it's a, like a O, like an O sound. Spotify. Spotify. I don't. I don't listen. To, I don't use Spotify. Go, go to Spotify. Yeah. You know the one. All right. So, do you want to move on to our final pitch? I would love today. to. Today. It is from Conor Lavelle, and it is Fall of the League of the Dragon. Fall of the League of the Dragon of the House of the Blood Stone. Of the the soul. (laughs) Of the magical stone of Zamarkand. Yeah, all all that stuff. All the above. So this is God of... Fall of the League of the Dragon is the title we've been given. That was written in a comment. Um, <laughs> I feel like this this has to be about the recursive nature of stories. Like it's like a spin off of a spin off of a spin off of a spin off. Like the fact that you like uh, in 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 Lord of the Rings, you've yeah. got your your ring, but <laughs> yeah, you got your ring. You got your ring, yeah. But in in go on <laughs> in so doing right in, in order to get the ring to Mordor yeah. like this is a hypothetical yeah you know you gotta uh, make sure you 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 need to dig up the ancient artifact that is the stone of of Grimbledore, right so that you can get through that never happens in Lord of... they don't have to dig anything up in Lord of the Rings <laughs> they literally just, say just we're gonna walk. take this ring to Mordor and walk to Mordor. <laughs> They don't do anything. They could have got a horse, couldn't they? Uh, they could have at least got a horse. They have to walk from Rivendell. <laughs> uh, yeah. There's an entire country filled with horses. <laughs> they, On the way. They, they get a horse to Rivendell. <laughs> yeah. And then just don't have any horses. Yeah. It's from true. then on. That's true. So this film... <laughs> 
I'm so annoyed. I'm really... I'm just like, they had to walk for an incredible distance. So, like, what I'm trying to say, I think, is in every fantasy story, mm. there is a fantasy story that happened before it. Yeah. Right, so you you find your uh, a magical hole in the ground. You're you're the protagonist here, right? Yeah. You find a magical hole, in, a hole in the ground. You fall into it. You fall into a ditch because yeah. you're trying to hide from bullies, and okay. you 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 pick up a ring, yeah, or a rock or a magic harp. It doesn't matter. A MacGuffin. Yeah, you pick up a MacGuffin. Yeah, and the story behind that MacGuffin is itself a fantasy story, right? <laughs> In which someone fell into a ditch <laughs> trying to hide from, like, a gang, found a, a different MacGuffin, <laughs> but in their quest to complete that MacGuffin's quest, they ended up making a new thing, right? There's always a story before. Like in Shazam, yeah. there's the, the story of the... the uh, deadly sins and the oh, wizards, yeah, yeah. right? Okay, right. So there's there's always there's always like a, an older a story before that's coming back yeah. to go over again. There's always an older story, right? <laughs> so I don't know where to go with it. I just feel like this that's just, what it should be about. Yeah, this we should just have this this horrendously recursive world. Okay. Like, like, okay. So here's here's a pitch for the the start of this film, right? The standard thing: kid is trying to hide from bullies, mm-hmm. hops over a fence. I, why do I always do this? Hops over a fence and falls down a ditch. Thing it happens all, most films with because, me because because in your mind's eye, <laughs> the side of the fence is a constantly <laughs> just ditch heavy ditch on the other side ditch heavy it's a cliff yeah <laughs> like there's a hefty amount of ditches on the other side <laughs> and the other side of fences yeah yeah like um, like you I, I see you when you're near the fence in our back garden yeah you look nervous <laughs> <laughs> like there's a ditch on the other side I was like no no it's another house we with can, a back garden we can go upstairs saying. and look over the fence yeah there's no ditches you're like I don't know that for sure <laughs> when I'm down there I don't know yeah yeah when I'm up here yeah sure I can yeah. see that yeah but when I'm down there don't know mm. so anyway this kid hiding from bullies takes a turn into some woods mm-hmm. right and and hides in a cave yeah right different this time hides in a cave hides in a cave doesn't fall in a ditch <laughs> goes over a fence yeah directly into narrowly a cave. narrowly avoids a ditch like <laughs> i just love the idea of us putting our own in joke in there of she jumps over a fence yep and then manages to hop over the fence and the ditch she's like <laughs> that was close cave <laughs> <laughs> suddenly in a cave. <laughs> Phew, that was close looks around darkness. Because <laughs> it's a magic cave. There's a bear growling somewhere. It's a magic distance. cave. And um, in this magic cave, she, she like, there's one like lone glowing light, mm. right? It's, it's a glowing cube. It's a glowing cube? Glows blue. Okay, yeah. it's a blue glowing cube. Okay, yeah. she touches it. Yeah, right. Boom! She, suddenly, like a puff of smoke. Yeah, she's in like this amphitheater, right? Okay. It's all like like almost gladiatorial amphitheater, okay. and um, uh, there's an old wizard there who's like, "You're." 
part of it. You are the chosen one. Mm. You and he's he starts talking about like back at the at the beginning of this story, there was the the seven evil boys. <laughs> <laughs> they they were so evil that they would punch and kick everyone <laughs> and pull wedgies. <laughs> And they would, and they drove the good people of the of the world into ditches. <laughs> right, I'm I'm struggling to think about where this is going to go. There was one such good person, though, mm. with a pure heart, that fell into a ditch and found a magical artifact. So this. These seven people, are they the League of the Dragon? Yeah, the yeah. League of the Dragon, but they just called the League of the Dragon because that's what the, the bully gang was. Yeah, yeah. Like, well, like, they've all got... The, the bully gang, they're all dressed like uh, 50s greasers. They've all, they've, all, <laughs> yeah. they've all got like... Well, they've all got like rolled up sleeves with cigarette packets in. Yeah, yeah. It's set in the 50s. Well, this... And they've got... This, got... this amphitheatre is, yeah. but like... The, the current one, Maisie Williams, whoever it is, who's just mm. grabbed this orb, yeah. or grabbed this cube, she's from, like, the, the I 80s. Th- I don't think I said Maisie Williams. No, I've just decided that. I was thinking Maisie Williams. <laughs> Gosh, I were. was going to just throw Maisie Williams in there. Yeah. Um, so Maisie Williams has grabbed this cube. She's from, I don't know, the 80s, so no, she can have a cool haircut. I'm, I'm thinking, right, this is set in the 50s. Okay. Uh, let's go full-on, like, Stephen King with this. Okay, yeah, I get it. So we... Uh, we've got like uh, rock and roll music yep. on the radio. There's like uh, old cars going by. I mean, there'd be brand new cars yep. in uh, in the thing. And there's like milkshakes and stuff like that. And, and Maisie Williams doesn't fit in. No, no, she is. There are there are there are these greasers in um uh, in those open top cars like mm. uh, and they're like driving past and they're like they've been throwing uh, milkshakes. milkshakes. Uh, at Maisie Williams, yeah. but without the connotations of that, she's not a racist. I promise. No, um, <laughs> they've been throwing milkshakes at her to try and like ruin ruin her dress. Yeah, yeah. Because um, uh, it's prom, um, and her mother made it. Yeah, a mother's like a an old. Well, she just makes weird dresses. Sure, makes sure. Strange, she just makes weird dresses. Makes weird dresses. The- she's from a culture in which. Making your uh, a dress for your, uh, your 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 child is normal, and in fifties American culture, that's not. Yeah, yeah. But right, these dresses. She says, "Hello, Maisie Williams. I've made you. I've made you a dress. It's me, Haley Williams, <laughs> lead singer of Paramore, your friend <laughs> and co-star in this film, and." She, uh, like it's Haley Williams doing a cameo yeah. in this. She's making the dresses, but the 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 clothes that she makes for Maisie Williams, yeah, are like from the future. What? Like no, like there's a whole thing of you know, like fifties, like wear, yeah, fifties apparel, yeah. and stuff like that. Apparel, apparel. It's it styles have changed. So, like, sure. the 80s, they had, like, shoulder pads and sure. shit like that. Yeah. And then 90s, 
just grey stuff. She's she's so she's making Maisie Williams an eighties yeah dress, and she looks so weird. Yeah, in this fifties world, right? Like all the, these seven lads going back to these seven lads, they've all got leather jackets on, like as they did, like a basically. Pulling this from American Graffiti here. They're in a hot rod. They're in a hot rod. Or two. They've got leather jackets on with the name of their gang mm-hmm. on the back. Yep. The Dragons. Yep. Cool. League of the Dragons. League of the Dragons, That's yeah. what they're from. Sure. And I think, yeah, she jumps over this fence yeah. in the in her 80s clothes. Yep. Into the cave. Yep. Wizard, Wizard. tells her... Played by uh, Ben Mendelsohn. Ben Mendelsohn tells her the story of this cube... They, I, I, I was chased out of the out of the bloody uh, light into the darkness by these these the League of the Dragons, mm. and I found a magic harp. <laughs> a magic harp, yeah. Ben Mendelssohn. A magic harp. A magic harp. A magic harp. Yeah, that's right. Okay. <laughs> Alright, so we've got this far. I don't know where we're going to go. No, me neither. Um, I think, I feel my initial... Well, uh, ooh, um, we could work in the fact that Hayley Williams is making clothes from the future. Well, I think, I think firstly, I think Ben Mendelsohn has been hiding here hmm. in this Colosseum for his entire... I think the same thing happened to him as happened yeah. to um, Maisie Williams. Yeah. Right? I think that um, I just realised why you chose Hayley Williams um, because uh, same surname as Maisie. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I, yeah, I, I just remembered five minutes ago. Yeah, that is exactly the reason why. Uh, so, um, like uh, Ben Mendelsohn came to this, um, like like ran into a ditch, found a magic harp that transported him here. Hmm. Right now, Maisie Williams has just found a cube that has transported her there. Yeah. And Ben Mendelsohn had made the choice, along with a lot of other people in his amphitheater, yeah. never to go back. Okay. Never to go, never to leave the cave oh. in which they'd found, in which they landed. Right. Yeah. And so. Not only is there the fear of the the the, um, uh, the dragons, yeah. right? This these seven dragons, but also what were the other other things we have in the title? The le- the fall of the league of the uh... fall of the league of the dragons. That, yeah. that is, okay, yeah. that's, that's all right then. Yeah. Um, yeah. So like the the league of the dragons are like this motif mm. of bullies throughout the ages, yeah. right? Like. And all the way through, all these people have been pushed into this into this just weird halfway house place. Like in again, go back to Shazam, mm. but like you know, like in this place that is beyond time. Yeah, right. It's just all these people from across time who've been bullied into to the point where they fell down a ditch mm. into a cave. Like they always find something magical, like a like some kind of totem. Okay, and are always transported to this place, which is which is intended to give them like a. Uh, a kind of learning experience yeah right like it's supposed to be and they find out that this world Mm. was once a magical place where um kids would learn like in the way way back Mm. where kids would go to the gods built it Mm. to teach the lessons that kids need to be heroes yeah Right, like it's it's kind of like um, that they will come out of this adventure mm. in this magical place to stand up to your demons, to stand of. up to your bullies. But at okay. some point, 
so many um so much of this place was there there were so many scared people that they just decided to stay mm. and there's there's monsters out there yeah, yeah. waiting to be like ben Mendelssohn as a boy wandered out for five minutes yeah. and lost all of his hair yeah <laughs> yeah a bird came along and just a bloody bird his scalp ripped me off. ripped my hair off <laughs> i'm not going back out there <laughs> we and he gets real close to Major Williams. We. Mm-hmm. And he gestures to the crowd of people who are kind of cowering at yeah. the other end of the amphitheatre. We're cowards. Mm. We're the bullied. Mm. Right? Let me guess. You were chased here by a bunch of guys. Doesn't matter what era you're from. <laughs> All had dragons on their back. All had dragons on their back. That's the mark dragons of the bullies. On somewhere. That's the mark. Yeah. All had dragons on them. Mine had tattoos. Mm. Uh. The old uh, Biff over there, huh. they had it on their shield. Yeah. Because he was being chased by Templars. Yeah. Oh, man. As, so there's Maisie Williams, Ben Mendelssohn, who plays Biff. Biff. <laughs> Biff, Biff from medieval times. <laughs> yeah, I've been, calling, I've been calling everyone Biff recently. <laughs> um, <laughs> like Biff and Chips. Yeah. Um, uh, Biff is played by... Uh, uh, Alan Tudyk. Yeah, he's yeah. got a, he's got a shield. Yeah, he's but really ill fitting. It's all yeah. really ill fitting. Mm. Um, like um, he, he Biff is sort of uh, uh, young. Yeah. Oh, do, do people age here? I guess the people don't age here. Uh, uh, they I mean, age slowly. <laughs> yeah. Um, ben Mendelsohn, Maisie Williams, and Alan Tudyk. Yeah. All from different time periods. Yeah. Some have aged. They age weirdly. I guess. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Is, the, is the thing. Uh, in certain places in this world, you age faster than others. I suppose. Yeah. Um, a bit like Narnia-ish. Um, mm. uh, you. Um, yeah. So, so uh, Alan Tudyk is like got all this big armor on, yeah. but he's really he's had Alan Tudyk, so he's quite skinny. Yeah. yeah. And so it's just like this ill-fitting armor. And it lo- he looks silly in it. Yeah. Um, and we've probably CG'd him to be slightly smaller, and he just like mm. looks really scared. He's like, ah. So, so we've got. Antojic in armor, yeah. sword, shield, yeah. that kind of archetype. We've got Maisie Williams, who has a glowing cube. Yep. Who I don't know what what her she's in a, are. she's in a prom dress. She's even got powers. Yeah, yeah. No, no such thing as powers in this oh, world. They're all enough. cowards. Uh, fair enough. She's um, got, got <laughs> she's in a prom dress. She's yeah. got powers. Yeah. She's got powers. <laughs> no, I've got powers. Ben Mendelssohn. Ben Mendelssohn, I think, was from. What era are we talking? I think he was chased out of a business deal in the in the <laughs> eighteen uh, business. Deal. Yeah, like he was a noble in the eighteen in the eighteen nineties. Because you're doing an Australian accent. Yeah, maybe like He's during col- the war or something like that. He was uh, a colonizer in in Australia. Okay. He got sent over as a criminal. Yeah. Uh, because he got talked into doing something. Yes. And then when he got let out in in, in Australia, those people who he dobbed in to try and get out of it were chasing him. <laughs> he was just chased into a cave by a load of snakes <laughs> in Australia. Yeah. Well, just, just a load of, like, a Komodo dragons. Yeah, yeah. On the way back. Yeah. From Australia. Yeah, he was chased into a cave by a load of seven Komodo dragons. Yeah. <laughs> not actual, like, actual terrifying animals. <laughs> yeah. Like, genuinely, like, Big you can stand up to bullies. Yeah. Try standing up to a Komodo <laughs> dragon that we stand up to a bully. You won't get there. No. And I think I think at some point, so we need to figure out what this world holds for these people, right? Because mm. it's clear that the gods have made this place for a reason. Yeah. Right? And there's all sorts of challenges out there. 
And, and Maisie Williams is one of the first people to go, you know what? I'm going out there. I'm going to have a look. Because there's no point staying here, mm. right? She gets out to these ruins that are on the... Her hair gets ripped off. <laughs> she like, Straight away. She, she steals uh, Biff's helmet. Yeah. Puts it on. Oh, right. Like... <laughs> oh, damn. Her hair's not going off. <laughs> she, like, that bird comes dangerously close. Yeah, yeah. She takes it off at a run. Yeah. This enormous bird swoops down. Like, yeah. um, grabs the helmet, yeah. put, rips it off her head, uh, and, and, and flies off with it. Yeah. She, like, keeps running. She's just running, 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 because there's ruins on the horizon there. Mm. She, uh, and there's, like, a swamp either side and just a single path. Mm. She gets out to these ruins, and that's where it says, like, this land is being uh, about to be taken over by an evil dark lord, sort of... Uh, who holds seven dragons. <clears throat> who holds seven dragons in, uh, in, in, in check. He, yeah. in, his, in, his, in his fist, he sends them out. Um, and uh, uh, he can only be defeated by the, 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 the magical item, right? Mm. And it doesn't show you the shape of the magical item. It's just something shiny. I quite like the fact that there's people waiting there to give them, or like, or it's a case of the the time traveling princess or something like that, well, who's I... who's being locked up. Yes, yeah, she's she's there in the ruins, like. Mm. It can only he can only be defeated by the magical item, and there's just you can't see what it is in her hands in this weird hol- this ghost hologram she's got, right? Yeah. But like, uh, and and I'm trapped in in his tower. Yeah. Right. It's a really like, stereotypical hero's journey mm. that she's outlaying for yeah, Maisie yeah. Williams, right? So she gets back to the in, and and in the <laughs> in her hands is this shining object. Mm. She can't ma- quite make it out. It's like a little lens flare, like J.J. Abrams style lens flare. Can't make out what it is, and she's like, right. Gets back to the um, back, back to the amphitheater. So we're looking for a magical uh, magic artifact that can take down this dark lord. And she's like, and they all pile all their magic items onto the ground, right? So there's this kind of pile about waist high yeah. of just hundreds of trinkets and <laughs> magic harps and the golden egg and um, a, the the tesseract cube and like the, is the, the yeah, Aladdin's yeah. lamp and yeah. it's like all sorts of random shit. Of the her. covenant, yeah, in exactly. <laughs> it's all that stuff, right? Uh, and she's like. Well, and, and Biff's like, well, how, how how do we know which one it is? And Ben Mendelssohn's like, there isn't one. It's a lie. We, we've <laughs> they come they come to this conclusion that they have to go through the uh, go through the adventure by themselves quite early on in the movie. Yeah. Um, so <laughs> it's a lie. I we need to go out on this adventure. By ourselves to defeat the Dark Lord. <laughs> we don't need. I mean, we could probably take a few weapons out of this, <laughs> out of this thing. There's some spears here and there. Yeah, yeah. There's a whip. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, I think Ben Mendelssohn gets a whip yeah. and, uh, and a pistol. They all swap magic items. Yeah. Um, I uh, think I think Maisie Williams has to use the Aladdin's lamp. Yeah. I'd quite like to have a genie. Yeah. In this. <laughs> okay. A genie. Played by um, none other. Uh, what's her name? Uh, oh, I was going to say Hayley Atwell. Hayley Atwell. Hayley Atwell is the genie. Right. <laughs> She's like, oh, hey, <laughs> I'm the genie. You ain't ever had a friend like me. Hayley Atwell. Hayley Atwell. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> a friend like Atwell. 
And everyone's like, okay, all right, Haley. Mum's called Haley. I, I, I saw a kind of image of her in the princess that travelled through time earlier. <laughs> There's that. Yeah. Uh, um, you. Uh, <laughs> okay. So um, uh, and 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 Maisie Williams turns to the person who had come with Aladdin's lamp, mm. right? This 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 genie lamp, and just turns to him and was like, "You never thought to rub it." <laughs> <laughs> I was just holding it. Yeah. <laughs> I was too scared. <laughs> so anyway, they all set out across this swamp yeah. with a bunch of living bags of magical items because they don't, they still don't know which ones. I think we should put a few of them in there. Yeah. as cannon fodder. Sure, just sure. just just red shirt. Uh, uh, Ricky, the the baker from um, Joseph and the Technical Dreamcoats. <laughs> Played by Christopher Biggins. <laughs> Christopher Biggins, yeah. yeah. Uh, me, 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 Tom, and, and Jenny uh, have watched Joseph the Tenacle Dreamcoat twice in a week. <laughs> we don't know why. I no, know it, why, yeah. <laughs> but um, because it's a good show. It's, it's all right. But yeah, in that Christopher Biggins plays a baker who's been thrown in prison for being gay. I think for doing his thing. For doing his thing. Mm. Um, and uh, yeah, uh, he's there. He's he's there. He found a magic item, mm-hmm. um, and in in this prison, and now he's there. He's going to be cannon fodder for yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah, uh, cannon fodder, um, much like he is in Joseph this technical dream coat. Yeah, yeah. Uh, spoilers there. <laughs> for Christopher Biggins character. <laughs> but yeah, no, I think I think they they travel across the land, and it's it's, it's mainly right Ben Mendelsohn. <sighs> Alan Tudyk and Maisie and Maisie. Williams, and and the thing and is, now they're approaching. Well, <laughs> they're approaching um, all their all the problems of a, of the hero's journey. Yeah, in a logical and safety conscious way. <laughs> so, like, there's there's a giant boar that has like a sword, a magic sword in the top of it. You need yeah. to, or the sword is like a, he's got a key sunken into his into his head, mm. right? Uh, which is gonna, which needs to open the front gate of the of the castle. Yeah, uh, and they're like, "How the hell are we gonna get that?" Like, you're sp- uh, clearly you're supposed to kill the thing, mm. but like, what are we gonna do? Yeah, uh, Haley, well, you got any ideas? She's like, "Well, I could, I could summon you a, I could summon you a, uh, a sword." <laughs> and maybe you're just yeah. like looking at her like, "What are you bloody on about?" <laughs> We just asked for uh, useless. Um, she's like, "Well, I'm trying." Everyone just asks for magic swords and kingdoms. It's like, can you just put the boar to sleep? It's like, I mean, I guess seems like a waste of a wish to me. I mean, we need to get through this door, Haley Atwell. Come on. Chop, 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 chop. Puts the boar to sleep. They get the get the key. Off yeah, they go. Yeah, done. Didn't even have to kill a boar. No. <laughs> Actually, I mean, hey, that way. Can't, well, can't you just make us a the, copy of that key? Can you just open the door? Yeah. Don't even make a copy of the key. <laughs> just open the door. Yeah, they do that. They do that. <laughs> this boar, she's about to, this boar, she's about like, to put the sport to sleep yeah. and then she's like wait hang on no Haley Atwell <laughs> this is stupid this is too Open risky <laughs> this is too risky clearly when we try and pull the key out of its head it's gonna <laughs> it's gonna wake up again so 
Right, they, they get to the, the dark tower. Yeah. They end up um, sort of... I don't think they end up even fighting the Dark Lord no. at the end. I think the Dark Lord is... <laughs> just, dark Lord is, like, doing all this spooky, scary, like, mm. cowards, I'll send my dragons against you. Yeah. And then they just start lobbing um, uh, each individual magic item at them because yeah. they've got bags full. Yeah, yeah. Right? Like, shopping well, bags. They had a bag which... Mary Poppins bag. Yeah, okay, yeah. It had just everything in it. It's a shopping, it's a Tesco shopping bag. Yeah. <laughs> and they're reaching in. Mary Poppins lobbing, powers. Yeah, and just lobbing individual yeah. random magic items, the, pieces uh, of junk. The Dark Lord is the headmaster of the school Maisie Williams is at. Yeah. And he's also the dad of all seven of the dragons. <laughs> seven brothers. He got around a bit. Yeah. Seven half-brothers. Seven half-brothers, yeah. <laughs> All by different women. Yeah. He got... Yeah, he's he's a bastard. He is. But they all... All cheating as well. Yeah. Didn't all tell anyone... Cheating. Any of them about each other. Yeah, no. And uh, and they all just became a gang. <laughs> <laughs> his, his name is Mr. Dragon. Mr. Dragon. Mr. Dragon. Mr. Dragon, the naughty principal. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's what is written on his door. And then Mr. the dragon, the naughty prince, <laughs> as the as the, as they turf uh, Mister the, the Dark Lord out of his castle, and the castle yeah. starts to fall down. There's a bright light. Uh, the the, the uh, princess says, "Well done, you did it." Uh, mm. And then they all wake up, right? Yeah, they all wake up in the same room. <laughs> <laughs> they haven't been returned to their own time. It's just a room full of people who have been... It's like Jumanji, yeah. right? <laughs> like, all and it's been... the 80s. Yeah. It's the 80s, so... Maisie Williams' clothes are appropriate. Yeah, it's the 80s. Maisie Williams' clothes are appropriate, right? They are standing in the mouth of a cave. Yeah. A child, a skinny child with, with mud streaked down their face and a bloody nose runs up to the mouth of the cave and they're like... You don't want to go in there. <laughs> and then they teach him to uh, to go over that bike ramp. Yeah. That he's that he's been bullied into jumping over. Yeah. He didn't think he and could he's do af- it. He's afraid because this is a storm happening. Yeah, because there's a storm happening, and uh, and he's obsessed with statistics. Yeah. A lot of characterization for that little kid at the end. It's we are taking McCoy- old footage of Macaulay Culkin to use in this film. Yeah, yeah, that's that's what. Amazing Williams gets home. Haley Williams hasn't aged, and he's like, "Did I grow up in the eighties? <laughs> yes." <laughs> the end. No explanation. <laughs> Did I grow up in the eighties? Yes. Time traveling mum. <laughs> Time traveling princess. It was in the the dreams. Oh yeah, like world. Yeah, I guess. If we'd have thought about it, we'd probably have put something in the magic in the magic world that was about like uh, a market, right? Where they're selling all all different kinds of clothes. Yeah, and only the one that that truly resonates with you is the is is the true one. Yeah, it's a good good film idea that. Yeah, it needs some work. It needs some work, but I just I, what I want to have is a room full of the chosen ones. Mm, that's a good good idea. Just, like that. just scared people. Also, we uh, we passed the Bechdel box. We did several times. Certified good movie. Yeah, that's true. Tick that box. Yeah, 
Tick that box. <laughs> Ladies, you're Le welcome. <laughs> <laughs> you're welcome. <laughs> oh, it's sad. <laughs> yeah. Sad now. So, <laughs> so that was Fall of the League of the Dragon. Fall of the League of the Dragon, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It was. Because basically what happens is they get out. <laughs> these, these seven people are like chasing a little girl in, or, or yeah. a, chasing a girl into a, into a ditch. Yeah, yeah. And then, she comes out. And then she comes out with 55 people. <laughs> she comes out. They've aged 30 years. Yeah. They're no longer interested in bullying people. Yeah. And there's just a there's just fifty five random people from throughout history yeah. wandering up a ditch. Yeah. Well, right. So thank you for that one, Colin Lavelle. Hope yeah, you enjoys. You. Hope hope that was where you wanted us to go with it. I'm pretty sure that's where he thought we were going to go with that one. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Pretty confident in that one, Tom. Yep. I'll be honest with you. Fairly yep. confident. Fairly yeah. confident. Yeah. Yeah. That's exactly what Carl Lavelle thought of when he wrote down that title. Yeah, I'm pretty sure we nailed that one. <laughs> pretty damn sure. Pretty sure we nailed it. So, <laughs> um, if you enjoyed it, um, not just Connor Lavelle, who we were just talking to, yeah. uh, but, <laughs> but now also you, mm. uh, listener. Um, if you did enjoy that, then why not um, share it with your friends? Why not tell them about it? You can always uh, uh, send them a link by the internet um, and say these these boys are A-OK. -okay. Uh, they're fine. They aren't trash. Um, if you enjoyed the if you enjoyed the podcast, you can always share it with your friends. Um, uh, you can tell them over the wondrous thing that we call the internet, the thing by which you are receiving our voices right now. Mm -hmm. um, but also, you know, you can go over to patreon.com forward slash life's a pitch podcast and uh, join what I can only describe as the cult of the bisque. <laughs> um, yeah, apparently. <laughs> it's uh, a list of wonderful people who um, have decided to uh, regularly change their name uh, in order to make me read a big long list like this but also among these uh, all of these people are awesome people who support us every month with money to yeah. keep the podcast going if you want if you want to have your name read out or do you want or you want to put a bisque related thing to say for us to say at the end of the episode go to patreon.com forward slash life's a bitch podcast donate some money you can also vote on the genre we do each week and you get extra pictures as well as many other things as well and as patron uh, ross originals says here ross originals if you can't bisque them join them then there's Mahir Shreddy, my waste of talent. Can we please talk about the fact that Peter's having a breakdown? Brandon Spanky Mills, Stephen D. Thomas, Sam McKillman. Look, kids, your mommy's gone, so get used to living in a giant bisque. What do you mean there's a podcast mocking Brenda's life's work? Look, Pete, I can't find any proof that wheat bisque husks actually exist. Brent Black, that cat bloody starved itself to death rather than live without Bren. Look, Pete, the kids can't stay here. They're going to get bisque lung. Joseph Hegarty. I had Brenda embisculated in order to preserve her for the kids. I know it's sad and all, but I think the bisque statue is a bit much. Alex Keane, a.k.a. Strike Comedy, or How I Love to Learn to Stop Worrying and Low. Um... <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah? Pete, I really don't think bi- uh, building a bisque Brenda proves that you're okay. They can't, set the, they can't sell the house because it's riddled with breakfast ghosts. <laughs> Milk rain doesn't mean it's the end times, Phil. Biscarock is a myth. Chuffinel Mavis, what do you mean they renamed the, bil- the village Bisque? All those people are awesome and yeah. give us money to keep the podcast going. It pays for our literal internet for sending the podcast out and uh, hosting and all the expensive things that come with being a podcast. So thank you, everyone, um, for, for doing that. Thank you for that. And we'll leave you this week. We've got quite a few Yes Very Clever awards this week. Oh, yeah. None of them are based on, on existing, uh, titles. existing titles, however. But... There is a theme to these. Okay, looking forward to a it. Very, a very, uh, very in-the-now theme. Okay. Uh, which I don't want to explain, really. <laughs> but you are doing. I don't want to explain, but all these titles are given, have got a theme. You just want to... You may need to just guess the theme. Yeah. Um, I'll leave it there. So, the Yes Very Clever Award this week from Phil Walters, uh, given us a few. Serving coffee to the crown. Okay. Mistakenly ministering mocha to the monarch. Right. And how'd this cup get here? <laughs> what? And from Connell Lavelle, we've got Game of Thrones, the Starbucks invasion. Oh. Uh... Uh, yes, very clever. <laughs> yes, very clever. We all saw it. <laughs> so I've been Tom McGrath. I've been Matt Turner. Remember who pitched it? <laughs>